This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, I did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. If you're looking for COVID-19 testing, look into Quest, the lab that's processed over 25 million tests and counting. You can get the same test hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's experience and accuracy you can trust from Quest, the largest medical testing lab in the country. So order today at questcovid19.com. That's questcovid19.com. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Nice and clean, execute our race. Put ourselves in position, got to be there at the end. Yep, copy that. Have a nice, smooth day and got to be there when it counts. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. And Joey Logano wins the Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas Speedway. I've always liked it. You know, the first race of this round being probably the second most important race of the year. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Xfinity, internet that's more than just fast. Xfinity, proud partner of NASCAR. By Whelan, on the road, in the air, and around the world. Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. By Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. And by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. From the MRN Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. We are smack dab in the middle of the playoffs, and we come to you after the first race of the round of eight, which was won by Joey Logano. He's going to join us on the show today to talk about that win and moving forward and already being locked into the championship four race coming up at Phoenix Raceway two weeks from Sunday. We're also going to visit with Kurt Busch. He had a chance to chat with Jeff Striegel. You'll hear more of that interview. We're also going to take you back to the Hollywood Casino 400 Sunday at Kansas Speedway with a NASCAR Live Backtracks. Brett Moffat also won over the weekend of the NASCAR Gander RV and Outdoors Truck Series. He'll stop by. Plus, We'll look at the rising stars in the lower levels of NASCAR making their way up the food chain and a whole lot more. But first, we need to get the latest in headlines in NASCAR Nation with the host of NASCAR Today Midday, Kyle Ricky. Kyle, what do you have for us this week? It was a busy weekend in Kansas with all three NASCAR series getting the first driver locked into their championship races at Phoenix. Brett Moffitt won the Gander Truck Race, Chase Briscoe won in Xfinity, and Joey Logano won the Cup Race. This is also how Logano's 2018 championship season came into play, by winning the first race in the round of eight, giving himself and his team a mental break 
and time to get ready for the big race. During the Gander Truck Race, it was announced that Haley Deegan will be racing in the Truck Series full-time in 2021 for DGR Crosley. Deegan finished 16th in Kansas, accomplishing the highest finish for a female in their series debut. Deegan said the biggest thing for next year is patience from herself and from the industry. Truck racing, though, I think it's where I need to be at to learn and develop at the pace that I think um, I need to at the moment. Like, I feel like I need a lot more experience in my belt, a lot more hard racing, a lot more messing with the air, how it, like you are in truck racing. And I think that's something that it's just going to take time to learn. And I think it's going to be a struggle at first. I'm not going to go out there and set the world on fire and win my first race out there. And people have to understand that. And it's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of learning. But I think eventually we'll obviously get better um, with time. It was also indicated on Friday by NASCAR officials that Kyle Larson applied for reinstatement last week. It's been nearly six months since he was suspended after using a racial slur during an iRacing event. This continues to fuel silly season rumors of where he could end up with some big seats open still at major teams. And this week it was confirmed with NASCAR reinstating Kyle Larson for 2021. And it was announced this week that Chase Briscoe will be moving up from the NASCAR Xfinity Series to take Clint Boyer's seat at Stewart Haas Racing. It's unbelievable. Still doesn't really feel real. You know, when I first signed with Ford, you know, obviously the goal was to go cup racing. And for me, you know, I would always tell him like, Stuart Haas is my dream situation just because I was a diehard Tony fan. The goal and the dream was always the 14 car, but I don't think it was necessarily believable that that was going to happen, how it all worked out. Let the game of musical chairs continue. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit MRN.com. I'm Kyle Rickey. Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, we've got a NASCAR Live Backtracks from the Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas. In case you missed any of that, stay tuned. And also, we'll have Joey Logano, your race winner from Kansas, joining us. As well. If you're looking for COVID-19 testing, look into Quest, the lab that's processed over 25 million tests and counting. You can get the same test hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's experience and accuracy you can trust from Quest the largest medical testing lab in the country. So order today at questcovid19.com. That's questcovid19.com. Sprint cars. That's what we talk about on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tire. I'm Steve Post. Join Aaron Everham and me Tuesdays at noon Eastern time as we talk with race winners and newsmakers from dirt tracks across America. From the world of outlaws to your local track, we cover the greatest show on dirt. Join us live Tuesday on Facebook Live or wingnation.com. Or catch our Tuesday and Thursday podcasts on YouTube or your favorite podcast provider. Wing Nation, your home for wing sprint car talk. A NASCAR Live Backtracks from Kansas is next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina, is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom-flavored infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. You can also order our signature Clutch Coffee Beans online and have them shipped directly to you. Go to ClutchCoffeeBar.com or visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. 
For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering Freightliner and Western Star trucks across North America. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies and components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. Wheeland would like to congratulate Joey Logano and his number 22 Team Penske pit crew for the win at Kansas Speedway. They are the Wheeland pit crew of the week. As the final caution flag flew, Logano's team went to work, nailing the stop and returning the 2018 champ to the track number one for the restart, only to duel and dice with Kevin Harvick in a thrilling Heartland finish. Man, I'm I'm, uh, so proud of this team. Uh, Our pit stops are just ridiculously fast. Um, and Paul's strategy when we did two gave us a track position, gave us a chance to, to go out there. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. It was an exciting Hollywood Casino 400 Sunday afternoon at Kansas Speedway with Joey Logano coming out on top and being the first driver to secure a spot racing for a championship at Phoenix Raceway. In case you missed any of the broadcast, here's a NASCAR Live Backtracks. Clint Foyer getting the opportunity to be right behind the pace car, all by himself, leading the field here at his hometown track. Track on myself here. They may have to let me lead, you know, complete this whole lap here, Brett. Might be the only damn lap I've ever in around this freaking place. <laughs> yeah, they'll call that, man. At the Kansas Speedway, off four. Here they come to the start-finish line, and the green flag is in the air. Kurt Busch busted for speeding, and that's going to take him outside of the top five, outside of the top ten, where he had been running for the first 25 laps. He'll go all the way to the tail end of the field now. We can check the lineup. It's going to be super close on speed on the exit. Yeah, buddy, you're correct right there. Section 15, too fast. Ten four. No, all is not well for Chase Elliott. He cannot hear too much from his team. Eddie DeHaan, the spotter, Alan Gustafson, the crew chief on the car, they're going to do some rewiring of his earbuds. So I can't hear y'all at all now. Um, Trying to figure something out. Either any of you work? Good, we can hear you. Probably the best thing is just to be quiet so I can mess with these radios. It's just... Green and white checkered flag in the air, and stage number one belongs to Chase Elliott. That's it, that's it, that's it. Stage, stage one, stage one, stage. All right, bud. So, I don't know if you guys can hear me. Uh, go ahead and let me know you can hear me, but somehow. But, uh... Just a little tight as I go. They're back. They're throwing haymakers at each other on the backside of the top ten. Truex to Benedetto. Kurt Busch there all over the racetrack. Boyer. Two by Rick right in front of inside. Three wide you up top. Three wide you up top. One inside. Lined up inside. Should have wrecked up. Hamlin will throw the block yet again. Here comes Harvick. One more try. Will not get there. And Denny Hamlin has scored the stage two win. Trying to get to your right rear. Chasing down the hill, green checkered here. Nice work. Good work there, pal. What do you think you need here? Um, I don't know. I think I know what we're dealing with. I mean, you know, he's going to be really fast on new tires and die at the end. 
Joey Logano, he'll join us and talk all about that Kansas win and what the plan is now that the championship is within his grasp. And later, Brett Ma- As much as life has changed over the last year, you're still pretty busy. So consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same tests hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's a great fit for your busy life. With over 25 million COVID-19 tests processed, you can count on Quest. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. The wild drive starts at NASCAR's Lady in Black. And for 16 drivers, all or nothing the rest of the way. Fighting off elimination at the greatest tracks in the show. Threading the needle to the big one. Fighting for the right to duel in the desert. Everything possible, nothing guaranteed. Yes, please. The NASCAR Playoffs, presented by Xfinity, this Sunday at Texas on NBCSN. Kansas winner Joey Logano joins us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Hey guys, I'm Corey Joy. If you want honest opinions about everything NASCAR and much more, listen to Sunday Money. Lauren Fox and Daryl Mott join me every week, and nothing is off limits. I'm sorry, has your life not gotten better since we've gotten closer, or has it gotten worse? It's my job to put our team in the best position to get a good finish. Join our conversations, we give our real opinions, no holding back on our show. Listen to Sunday Money. I don't need an investor, Daryl. I'm an independent woman. I use my own husband's money. Right here on the Motor Racing Network or wherever you find podcasts. NASCAR local, regional, and international racing. Grassroots racing. From the short tracks of America to the road courses of Europe and Mexico. I'm Kyle Rickey. Join Hannah Newhouse and me for NASCAR Coast to Coast. Presented by Whelan and Hercules Tires. Each week on the Motor Racing Network, we'll talk with the race winners, newsmakers, and grassroots racing personalities. 
NASCAR Coast to Coast on the Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast and you won't stink. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for spending time with us here on this week's NASCAR Live. Joey Logano is the first driver who will be going to Phoenix with the hopes of winning a championship. He locked himself in to the championship four with his win Sunday in the Hollywood Casino 400. Our very own Kurt Becker chatted with the driver of the number 22 Shell Pennzoil Ford Mustang. Joey, first of all, congratulations on the big win at Kansas. Well, thank you very much. It was uh, obviously a huge win. The timing could not have been better. Uh, I've always liked that, you know, the first race of this round being probably the second most important race of the year, um, considering what it gives you for an advantage for the most important race of the year that is Phoenix. So um, feel great about it. Ready to go. So you came out strong early in the year. And then much was made of the fact that you hadn't won throughout the heart of the season. Now, all of a sudden, we're down to the playoffs, and here you come, and you win the first race out of the box in the round of eight. What has made the difference? Well, I think there's, I mean, there's always a few things that, that kind of, you know, happen. And to me, it kind of feels a lot like 2018, uh, where we kind of had a lull in the middle of the season through the summer months. And then, uh, you know, as the playoffs come around, speed started picking up, and then, um, you know, as we go through the playoffs, you win a couple key races and uh, you find yourself in the championship hunt just like that. Uh, that's the way playoffs are in any sport. It's just crazy how quick things can happen, how things change so quickly. But, um, you know, it's kind of feeling the same where we've been slowly picking up some speed, becoming more and more competitive. And, um, you know, we kind of jumped on the, on the opportunity to win a, win a race to Kansas. You mentioned 2018 when you last won the title. It's only been two years ago, but given the competitive nature of this sport, the way things are constantly changing, are you the same driver you were two years ago, or would you say that you've actually improved since you were champion? Well, I hope I'm better. <laughs> you should get better every race. That's the that's the goal at this point. Um, you, know, you, you can't sit still. Uh, you, you sure can't go backwards. Um, you have to be always looking to ways to get better. And, you know, I think of, you know, differences obviously this year um, with a whole new race team has, has really forced me to grow in a lot of different areas that, um, you know, kind of were, were second nature in ways uh, before. And, and a lot of that's outside of the race car, um, you know, in the way we communicate and the way we build uh, our cars and, and working with Paul and getting, you know, uh, everything out of it and that communication piece and those things, um, you know, where a lot of the experience I've had has helped that along uh, a lot quicker, but still uh, has been a little bit more of a challenge than I think we expected when COVID came around and we lost practice time, uh, you know, really made this season a lot tougher than we thought it would be. Uh, but I feel like, like I said, as we've gone through the season, we've gotten our stuff a lot closer and, uh, and the speed's coming back and boom, we find ourselves in the, in the, uh, you know, in the battle again at the championship four. You mentioned crew chief Paul Wolf. As you now get ready to focus on the final two races of the round of eight, and then, of course, the championship race at Phoenix, your confidence level at this point, you've got the bulk of the season behind you. Is there anybody better than Paul Wolf for your circumstance this year at this time that you could have calling the shots? Um, no, no, I feel great about it, where, where we are. Um, you know, Paul's done an amazing job. You know, I think where Paul shines probably the most is his strategy. Um, you know, he, he's always been known to be the guy that's, a, you know, not 
you know, scared to do two tires or do fuel only or do something to get track position back. I've been beaten by him plenty of times <laughs> with Brad uh, saying, how the heck did they win that race? You know, it was, it was like they weren't even in the middle of it and then they won the race. Well, that was us this weekend in Kansas. You know, we ran, you know, 10th or so the majority of the race. We take two tires. We get close to the front, some good pit stops uh, and, and some good restarts. The next thing you know, we're in the lead and we win. Uh, those are the things that I've seen happen for years. So um, to have Paul on my side, uh, you know, I think is really going to help stack up these victories. So you're already good to go. You're the first one into the championship four. That's got to be a good feeling. So what about these two remaining races in the round of eight, two very different racetracks, Texas and Martinsville, but you've had your share of success there. So does this put you in a position just to go out there and say, you know what, we can do whatever we want and we're going we're gonna to go for more wins or is the approach more conservative than that? Yeah, honestly, it's the only time during the year where you can race with absolutely nothing to lose. Um, even during the regular season, there's points that stack up that could be playoff points. That's the difference of getting into the playoffs in the championship four or not, right? So you look at every race to really be in something. Well, now we know we're not going to finish worse than fourth in points. Uh, we're already locked in. So let's try some things that we typically wouldn't try. Let's run a little different strategy. Let's do some different things to, to try to produce a win um, or at least learn something because we don't have practice anymore. So this is our chance to try a lot of those things that we typically don't. So um, we need to take advantage of that the next two weeks and, and see if we can learn a few things and, and get ready for, for Phoenix. Unfortunately, none of these racetracks, these next two, are anything like Phoenix at all. <laughs> but I think it does help for next year possibly. So let's, let's go ahead then and, uh, and, and talk just for a moment about Phoenix since you are locked into the championship four. Uh, we think back to the, the battle that you had at Kansas with Kevin Harvick. That was a heck of a battle. Uh, you had to make your car pretty wide to hold him at bay. Uh, if, if, you're, if you're at Phoenix and you're down to it and it's down to the final laps and you're in front again, no matter if it's Kevin Harvick or anybody else behind you, can you make that car, that Mustang, that wide one more time? Well, you better find a way to do it. <laughs> that's, that's, you have to. It's the championship on the line. What do you, what do you expect? Uh, these races are so hard to win. Um, and in knowing what is on the line at this point of the season, um, drivers are willing to do just about anything to win. Um, that's why people love playoffs and sports, right? In, in any sport, the intensity level ratchets up because there's just more on the line. And that's, that's what, you know, NASCAR playoff racing is. And, um, yeah, you're, <laughs> if I'm in the lead, I'm going to find a way to stay in the lead. Of course I am. That's my job. Are you just as good if you're not in the lead? Are, are you a guy that's going to be able to, if you have to switch it up, and if you're the one that has to go on the attack, how intense is it going to get in those closing laps? I've been on both sides of it before. Um, you know, I think you can expect an amazing race at Phoenix. You're going to expect a lot of intensity. Um, you know, Kevin and I battled it out to the last lap there in the spring, if you remember. Uh, you know, so it's, it's, it's going to be a, a tough race. There's nothing that's going to be easy. Every time you've seen this, this championship race, uh, although we're not in Miami, but, you know, those, those championship four cars are usually all next to each other, racing each other, you know, hard and for the win. Um, you're going to expect the same probably throughout that race. Is Phoenix a track that when you think about it from the way it plays in March to the way it plays in November, two totally different times of year, is it fairly consistent or do you expect a different type of track? Uh, there's a lot of variables. You think of the PJ one that, that was laid down there last time. Um, you know, how are they going to reapply that? 
I, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure anybody knows. I'm not sure they know. <laughs> so, you know, we'll have to see when we get there and, and, and we'll watch the other races and how does that wear out? Do they reapply those things? That's probably the biggest variable of this whole thing. Um, you know, so you have that piece of it. Um, you know, obviously just natural progression of race teams that's going to be a variable. Uh, you know, as, as teams get better at certain racetracks or drivers get better at restarts, um, you know, strategy changes from watching one race to the next race. I, there's a lot of things that can change in, in this amount of time. You know, we, it feels like we were there a year ago you know, at this point. So it's hard to expect the same race twice. Is it safe to assume that it doesn't matter to you who the other three drivers are in the championship for you're just ready to race? I mean, yes. At, at this point, you know, all the, those eight cars that make it to this round are all deserving to getting the championship for a race for a championship. All of them are. Um, there's none of them that are in there that I'd say are lucky or that shouldn't be in there, don't have the speed to do it. They're all fast. Uh, and it's usually like that every year. So you, you don't have a surprise champion really at all. There, there might be some favorites over others if you go off of, you know, just stats and things like that. But when you look at raw speed as of late, there's a lot of cars that are pretty much under a blanket. Before we let you go, You've had a chance now for several years to drive for Roger Penske. You've won a championship with Team Penske already. This is a man who has been a champion in various forms of motorsport going back for many, many decades. What does it mean to you to be part of Team Penske, and how much would you like to be able to look Roger in the eye and hand him another championship? <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's handing him a championship or us just winning it together is the way I've always looked at it. And you know, it takes a, a total team. Um, it's not just me and Roger and, and Paul. And it's, you know, obviously hundreds of people, um, whether it's at Team Penske or Roush Yates building the motors or at our, you know, at Shell and Pennzoil, everybody is working together to make this happen. And that was probably the biggest thing I learned uh, after we won the championship in 2018, when you go to these victory parties and you realize the impact that that race or that season made on so many families, um, it was, it was incredible for me to see that. So I always keep that in mind. Um, you know, when I go to the racetrack now that, that I'm not racing for me, I'm not racing just for my family or for Roger Penske. I'm racing for hundreds of people, um, putting food on the plate, you know, so that is, that to me is, is become the most important thing. Uh, when I get to the racetrack to, to, to motivate me to make sure I do the right things, at least at my job and, and, and everyone else is doing their part. So um, yeah, to, to drive for Team Penske is, is definitely a um, – it's, it's an honor for sure. Um, I love it. I love uh, the history that comes along with racing for Roger, the pressure that comes along with it. I love every bit of it. He's Joey Logano, driver of the number 22 Shell Pennzoil Ford Mustang and AAA Ford Mustang in the NASCAR Cup Series for Team Penske Motorsports, and he's the first driver in to the championship for Joy, thanks for being with us, and here's wishing you all the best for safe journeys the rest of the way. All right, thank you very much. See you. Thank you, Kurt. Coming up, Brett Moffitt will join us, and later, Kurt Busch will as well. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official as much as life has changed over the last year, you're still pretty busy. So consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same tests hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's a great fit for your busy life. With over 25 million COVID-19 tests processed, you can count on Quest. So order your test today at questcovid19.com.
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Seven-point reinforced nylon harness. Check. Carbon fiber head and neck restraint. Check. Thermoplastic nylon window webbing. Check. NASCAR uses innovative technology to protect their drivers. Shouldn't you do the same to protect your Wi-Fi network? With Xfinity XFi Advanced Security, your XFi gateway safeguards all the devices on your home network. So if it's connected, it's protected. Wi-Fi security? Check. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. Visit Xfinity.com to learn more. After winning the Clean Harbors 200 at Kansas, Brett Moffitt will join us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. This is NASCAR Live. Here they come, final time at the back straightaway. Creed is there. Creed's going to look to the outside. Moffitt's going to throw the block, but not enough. Here comes Creed, round the outside, trying to get to Moffitt and trying to get the win. EMS Racing teammates 1-2. Who's going to be the first to the line? To the checkered flag in the air. Brett Moffitt finally snaps the winless drought, and Brett Moffitt wins the Clean Harbors 200 at Kansas Speedway. Now, back to Mike Bagley. That's how it sounded Saturday on the Motor Racing Network. Brett Moffitt taking the checkered flag on the Clean Harbors 200 and locking himself into the championship race for the NASCAR Gander RV and Outdoors Truck Series with his win at Kansas Speedway. We welcome you back to NASCAR Live. The 2018 Truck Series champion after winning at Kansas over the weekend, chatted with our Kyle Ricky about the next two races and how they're preparing for a championship run. Able to catch up with the latest winner in the NASCAR Gander RV and Outdoor Truck Series and the first driver to make it into the championship four in a couple of weeks' time at the Phoenix Raceway, talking about the 2018 Series champion Brett Moffitt. And Brett, uh, first off, congratulations on finally getting that first win <laughs> of the year. It only took 20 races and I think four second-place finishes, but you were able to get the victory lane on Saturday. Yeah, that was that was huge. Um, you know, it's... Uh, you always want to be winning all season long for sure, but uh, I feel like this 23 team is is getting hot at the right time. Um, you know, that's, I think, possibly the second biggest race of the year to win would be the first race of, um, you know, the final cutoff round. So uh, that frees us up to just focus. Um, obviously, we're going to go to Texas and Martinsville and try to win the race, but, uh, you know, it's a pressure-free situation, and now we're focused on to Phoenix. So uh, that's huge for us. Before we look ahead to the next three, let's uh, we'll talk about the final 30 laps the other day. Uh, a lot oh, of man. a lot of hot battles, and they were among your teammates uh, both times, first with Zane and then with Sheldon in the closing laps. Um, kind of walk us through it from your seat. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, first of all, the um, 
the whole GMS organization did a good job of bringing really fast race trucks again. And, um, yeah, it's, as far as teammates go, it kind of sucks when you're one of the drivers with the fast truck and the other guy is your teammate and you got to race them extremely hard, especially knowing what's on the line. So, uh, the incident between the 21 and myself, you know, I took credit for it and I still would take about 50% credit after rewatching it. Um, I, I think it's just hard racing and, um, you know, I'm trying to block, he's trying to side draft. And un unfortunately it was a, a bad end for him. Um, yeah. And then that brought out the caution. I was, uh, you know, just thinking, what's it going to take to finally win one of these? And the caution comes out and, uh, then I got a little bit frustrated, but my spotter Brandon does a really good job at, uh, getting me dialed back in and, and saying we got the best in the business in this situation. So go get you a win. And, and then Sheldon raced me really clean there the last two laps. So, um, yeah, it's just a good effort by everyone at GMS and hard racing for a shot at a championship. You said it's a good time to have momentum, but I feel like you've had momentum most of the season outside of Las Vegas, top 10 finishes and nine of the last 10 races and a bunch of those in, in the top three or top five. What's been clicking here, especially uh, in, the, in the second half? Well, I think, you know, and I've kind of touched on it all season long is it just takes so much longer to to gel with a new crew chief when we're not practicing. Um, you know, I feel like in the past three years, I've had a new crew chief every year. And uh, the past two years, at least, you know, by midsummer, we were really strong and, and winning races and in contention every week. And um, I think that lack of practice just makes that uh, relationship take a little longer to build and for him to understand exactly what I want in the truck. And some weeks we had speed, some we didn't. And lately we've been just doing a lot better job of having speed that uh, can contend for a win every week. These next two weeks, and you alluded to it a moment ago, your, your focus is now at Phoenix, the championship race. How does the, the, I guess, the focus change for Texas and Martinsville compared to if you did not win uh, this past weekend? And, and how much stress is relieved? Well, we, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of, a huge weight off my shoulders. I know everyone on my team, but mine, especially, you know, going through the season, getting asked the question every week of why haven't you won yet? And it gets old quick, but it's, it's the reality. So I'm glad that's over with, but um, yeah, it's, it's a big weight lifted. And now we can kind of shift our strategy. Uh, Chevrolet and Pratt and Miller give us, I think two SIM days before um, one was going to be before Martinsville. One was going to be before Phoenix and now we can focus all that information on working on the setups for Phoenix, um, which will help the whole organization, not just our 23 team. Um, but then aside of that, you know, we can do things like we're turning the same truck around that we just ran at Kansas to take this week to Texas so that we can save the new truck that we had built for Texas uh, for Mark or for Phoenix. So uh, it's just every little detail like that. You can kind of uh, call an audible, change your strategy, and, and do what you think is going to be best for the final race. Fifth at the Texas Motor Speedway back when we last ran there in July. Is there much, I mean, you say you're taking the same truck, but is there much you can bring setup-wise from Kansas to Texas? I mean, they're both mile-and-a-half racetracks, but they're both very different at the same time. Yeah, they're very different. Um, you know, Kansas is, you got to get all the downforce and all the grip in the truck that you can um, to have speed because the, the tire fall off is, is so large and you're always searching for grip there. That's why we end up right on the fence. Uh, Texas is a very fast mile and a half, newer asphalt, uh, closer to wide open. So you tend to trim the trucks out a little bit more there. So that's a little bit of a setup change, but uh, yeah, not a, 
not a lot to correlate between the two, but uh, I feel like GMS is very strong at both style racetracks. So hopefully we can go try to win another one on uh, Sunday. Talked about the championship race a little bit ago. Phoenix in a, in a couple of weeks' time. New this year for the championship event, but you've won there before in, in your 2018 championship season. Picked up the win in Phoenix before the win at Homestead. Tent there a year ago. I kind of assessed your chances. You mentioned you're taking a new truck there in, in a couple of weeks. Uh, how do you like that one-mile Phoenix layout? I like it, and I think it's going to be very exciting as a championship race for sure. I don't know if that'll be a good thing for me necessarily, but I think it will be. And, and um, you know, I, I think we got to rate our chances of winning a championship much higher going there than Homestead, to be honest with you, uh, because GMS has notoriously struggled at Homestead over the years. And, uh, you know, to see that race move, um, that kind of – got everyone's spirits up at GMS knowing that uh, if we do make the final four, we're going to Phoenix now instead of a track that we struggle at. So my uh, teammate Stuart Friesen won there last year. I think we're going to try to pull off that setup and that information the best we can and uh, go out there and, and win a second championship. going to be fun to watch over these next three weeks. It continues this week for us here on the Motor Racing Network at the Texas Motor Speedway. Brett, thank you for taking the time to join us. Congratulations on the win at Kansas, and we'll see you in a couple of days in Fort Worth. Yeah, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Brett. Coming up, Kurt Busch will join us. And later, we'll look at some of the rising stars in NASCAR. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Rusty Wallace here for Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. This pain cream is the official pain cream of NASCAR for a reason. It works fast, and you won't stink. There's no messy, greasy, nasty feel or any stinging or burning here. This is pure pain relief. Don't run your engine on Octane 89. Get the good stuff and meet me in Victory Lane. Blue Emu works fast and you won't stink. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of NASCAR. The Xfinity fastest lap in Sunday's Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas Speedway was turned in by Joey Logano with a speed of 179.265 miles an hour. The Xfinity fastest lap is brought to you by Xfinity that wasn't just fast, that was Xfinity Fast. Xfinity, proud premier partner of NASCAR. Kurt Busch joins us next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit on MAV-TV. I'm Donnie Schatz, and you're watching Wing Nation. Saturdays at 7.30 and 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. This is Brad Doty, and you're watching Wing Nation. This is Steve Post. Join Ashley Strummy and I as we talk to the biggest names in wing sprint car racing. This is Terry McCarlin. This is Danny Dietrich. This is Brian Brown. This is Greg Wilson. I'm Sheldon Hanshield. You're watching Wing Nation. This is Brent Marks, and you're watching Wing Nation on MAV-TV. Wing Nation, Saturday mornings on MAV-TV. I'm Darren Pittman, and you're watching Wing Nation on MAV-TV. The 1993 Cup Series season had more than its fair share of twists and turns. Dale Earnhardt and Mark Martin had a problem here yesterday, got together. That's Dale Earnhardt. He shouldn't have even been messing with me in the first place, and so I flipped the script on him, and what does he do? Wipe us out. Here's stories you've never heard before in a 10-part series called 
the 1993 season. So Dale comes over and I said, what did Mark say? He said he wouldn't talk to me. So Mark goes on to win four races in a row after that. You can download it for free on iTunes and at MRN.com right now. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Kurt Busch has been having a strong playoff run despite engine issues at Kansas Speedway over the weekend. Kurt and our own Jeff Striegel sat down recently to talk about his season and lots more. I think it's important to start with your last win just three weeks ago. Your home track, Las Vegas, in victory lane with all that emotion. Can you describe what it meant to win back home? I mean, the... The challenge of Vegas uh, and how that track has has kicked my butt for 20 years that that was the the like underlying reasoning for for what the emotions were. I just said uh, that track at my hometown and, and that place that I saw built from the ground up. I mean, I guess I'm getting old enough to say, you know, that was a dirt parking lot uh, next to our little bullring track when I was racing out there in the 90s, and you know that all the emotions from all the feelings of crew members and volunteer guys and family friends and you know nobody was there like everybody was there in spirit but nobody was at the track and those were all the emotions that that overcame me at vegas and that track finally i was able to conquer the racetrack and the competition to win at my hometown track so it took 20 years but got it you know when you look around now you're seeing some of the drivers you're in your 20th full-time season at the cup level which is amazing in itself and now you look around at at some of those that you came into the sport with and either they've stepped away or they're getting ready too soon what about you how long do you envision you staying at it at this level i mean uh, next year is a solid contract and i feel like everything is in place to keep pushing and then like 2022 is a question of do we still continue to push forward, uh, run full-time? You know, we've got a new next-gen car that I've eagerly been anticipating. Like, I wanted to drive that car next year, and with COVID and, and the delays and everything, um, it, it's just pushed things back. So it's pushed my evaluation timeline back on just looking at everything. And, you know, there's there's races, though, that keep calling. You know, I got an offer to race in the Bathurst 12-hour which is the last week in January. Uh, there's the Baja 1000 that's uh, down in Mexico for off-road in November. Uh, there's, there's Le Mans that keeps calling my name. Uh, there's just certain races around the world that, that I'd wanna go, I wanna go and do while I'm still fairly young and, and just, just go, just go experience culture and you know, being wrapped up and, and tied into this bubble right now. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to stay focused on that. That, that's the mental focus of winning a championship right now here in NASCAR in 2020. But what it's doing is in the back of my mind, wanting me to make sure my passport goes and gets more stamps and, and gets filled up with travel because we've been bottled up. On your way to the Roval last week, you tweeted from the seat of your Cobra. And I read a lot of responses everybody wanting to know about that car the history of the car me included because the cobra is my favorite car of all time so tell everybody what's what's the history on that car is it original does it got a 427 in it what's the story kurt so the the shelby cobra that i have it's a 1965 continuation series and so it's a csx vin number 
Uh, that came from Shelby America, where they build the Shelby Cobras in Vegas. And it was right after Mr. Carroll Shelby passed away that the vibe and the energy around Cobras was electric. Uh, people were selling them at Bear Jackson left and right. Uh, you just saw them out on the roadway. And I'm like, man, that car has always intrigued me because of its history. And with, with the opportunity to buy this car, it was the Vegas car dealership guy, uh, Gordon Ford. And I was adding up the numbers to buy one and assemble it myself. Mm-hmm. And I had these numbers in my head. And this guy, he gave me a price that was just underneath that. I'm like, oh, it's already assembled. I'm ready to go. The, the black is gorgeous. So it's black on black on black with a 427 mm. uh, turkey baster air filter. And just the, the pure enjoyment of driving it is through the Goodyear Bias Fly balloon tires. Those things are big, big walruses <laughs> underneath there. And they're a lot of fun to drive. So it's a a car I take a lot of pride in and don't put too many miles on it. And so I wanted to share with people uh, on social with with the energy and the vibe of going to the race last week. All right, let's wrap up with this. Uh, The schedule came out, the 2021 schedule. You already have alluded to the fact that you're there. You're going to be behind the wheel of that Monster Energy Chevrolet for Chip Ganassi. What did you think? I've got a couple quick ones here. What did you think when you heard that Bristol – was going to be covered with dirt, the track you've had so much success on. Yeah, I've got uh, four spring trophies when it was cool <laughs> out and the concrete was grippy. Uh, this, <laughs> this is going to be the exact opposite of that with the dirt. Um, wow, it's going to be a huge change. I think the excitement and the energy of something different will be huge. Uh, Bristol's done an incredible job of always adapting to you know the, the needs of the fans with the Colossus TV, uh, they're changing different seating areas to create bar and, and high-top table atmosphere. Uh, just, just the way that Bristol adapts, this, this facility, it deserves to have something different for that spring race. Uh, but the track, man, it, you're going to see these cars around there. And once we cook that dirt, you know, once the clay starts to glaze over with 40 big, heavy stock cars, it's going to mm-hmm. be slick as ice. I mean, the cars are going to look like they're in slow-mo. And finally, Coda. And Road America, we all know how much you enjoy going right and left. And you're going to get your opportunity a lot next year. Let's just look at those two. Coda and Road America, worlds apart, not only on the map, but as far as as the track themselves. What do you like about each? What are you concerned about with each as we talk about a Formula One style track in Texas and then getting up north in Wisconsin at Road America? So I've I've been on both tracks one time. Um, and the Road America track, I drove my little brother's Xfinity car. Uh, it was 2012. We were racing cup cars in Sonoma, and I flew in and raced cold turkey. I just jumped straight in for qualifying and jumped in for the race. I think I qualified like 22nd and then finished 8th and loved the long, long straightaways at Road America. Uh, it's a four-mile racetrack. Uh, turn 5 is awesome. It's downhill almost 200 miles an hour into a hard braking zone. And so it, it's similar, though, in a certain way to Coda, where Coda has long straightaways. Um, down into turn 12 at, at Coda, we're going to be doing 200 miles an hour down into that braking zone. But Coda has a lot of corners. I, I think it has 24 corners. Hmm. And it's, it's, you're going to need a roadmap 
out there the first few times, uh, just with all the switchbacks, all the corners, and then it has long, long straightaways. But the track was designed for Formula One cars, I mean, MotoGP bikes. It, it has very sharp corners and quick switchbacks. And so those are designed for cars that are lightweight with downforce. That's not what our cars have. So we're going to be out there uh, wrestling a bear with our, that's, that's what the, uh, the Australian V8 supercar guy said when, when we switched cars to drive. He goes, this NASCAR car, it's like wrestling a bear. I'm like, okay, never really done that, but I'm pretty sure you might have in Australia. Thank you, Jeffrey. Coming up, we'll look at the new generation of NASCAR stars that are moving up in the sport. And these are names you should know. And later this week in NASCAR history. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how did it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-242-1706. 800-242-1706. 800-242-1706. A look at some of the rising stars in NASCAR next. First, this is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Check out MRN.com for a podcast series called The Tough Trucks of NASCAR. 25 years and still trucking. We'll take you back to some great races. Here they come. They're crashing in the back at the line. Mike Skinner wins it. Some wild moments. Brendan gone gets turned around and slams hard into the inside retaining wall. And the stories that go with them. We lost the championship, but there was a lot of ugly things that went on behind the scenes. Ended a lot of friendships, actually, to this day. Download the shows for free on iTunes and at MRN.com. Now we're... uh... Easy top 10 car. Before you dive into the race weekend, get up to speed with MRN Out Loud. That is what makes an extraordinary team. I'm Woody Kane, inviting you to join me every Thursday as we talk to NASCAR drivers and crew chiefs about the coming weekend's race. There's a lot that we've been working on. And let you know when and where to hear MRN's coverage from the track. It's one of the older race surfaces we go to. Gear up for the race when you catch MRN Out Loud streaming every Thursday at MRN.com or wherever great podcasts are found. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Cruising through another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. We welcome you back. And folks, there are a lot of names that fans know in the Cup Series, but there are a lot of names fans may not know. And these are names of drivers that are making their way up through the sport. MRN's Dan Hubbard is here to highlight some drivers you should be keeping tabs on. While all the attention is on the NASCAR playoffs in the top three series, it can be easy to miss the excitement and small victories of NASCAR's future. We're talking about drivers who are making noise below the big spotlight, moving up, and looking to make their names known. Haley Deegan was beating the back bumper off the Brew Dollar car. Think she's maybe a little quicker than those two in front of her. One of the most hyped names right now is Haley Deegan. She's everywhere, and for good reason. She's proving she's marketable, and the girl can race. 
She scored two wins in 2019 in the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West. She's currently racing in the Arkham Menard Series, where she's racked up 16 top 10 finishes and finished second twice. Deegan made her Truck Series debut at Kansas Speedway, finishing 16th. But during the race, it was announced that for 2021, she'll be competing full-time in the trucks. Obviously excited for the step up, Deegan stated that she's going to need patience, not only from herself, but from the industry. Truck racing, though, I think it's where I need to be at to learn and develop at the pace that I think um, I need to at the moment. Like, I feel like I need a lot more experience in my belt, a lot more hard racing, a lot more messing with the air, how it, like you are in truck racing. And I think that's something that it's just going to take time to learn. And I think it's going to be a struggle at first. I'm not going to go out there and set the world on fire and win my first race out there. And people have to understand that. And it's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of learning. But I think eventually we'll obviously get better um, with time. Now, here comes Gracie Trotter looking to make history of her own as she works her way off at turn four. Checkered flag out. Gracie Trotter picks up the win at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Haley Deegan isn't the only female turning heads. Gracie Trotter made history just a few weeks ago with her win in the Arkham Menards West race at the Bullring at Las Vegas Motor Speedway as heard on NBCSN. 2020 is the first year the West Series has been sanctioned by ARCA, making Trotter the first female to win in that series. Just his seventh series start, the 17-year-old Franklin, Wisconsin native, takes the checkered flag. Sam Mayer wins the UNOH 200 here tonight at the Bristol Motor Speedway. Already a winner in the Gander RV and Outdoors Truck Series, Sam Mayer is another driver steadily on the rise. He's earned five victories in the ARCA Menard Series this year, along with that truck win at Bristol. And it was announced recently that in 2021, Mayer will be on track in the NASCAR Xfinity Series for Junior Motorsports in the second half of the season as a warm-up to his full-time ride in 2022. Obviously, there's people who are going to doubt you, but uh, that's just going to push me more and push me forward into the NASCAR ranks. So I'm just going to listen to everyone who supports me and loves me behind me. And uh, this year is uh, insane for everyone around the world. But it's insane for us on a different level. This this whole team has really been on fire these last couple races, and uh, we're just going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing until we get every single win. Haley Deegan, Gracie Trotter, and Sam Mayer. Remember these names and watch out. They're moving up through the NASCAR ranks and proving that the next generation of drivers are on their way. Thank you, Dan. Coming up this week in NASCAR history. Wheelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Hey guys, I'm Corey Joy. If you want honest opinions about everything NASCAR and much more, listen to Sunday Money. Lauren Fox and Daryl Mott join me every week, and nothing is off limits. I'm sorry, has your life not gotten better since we've gotten closer, or has it gotten worse? It's my job to put our team in the best position to get a good finish. Join our conversations. We give our real opinions. No holding back on our show. Listen to Sunday Money. I don't need an investor, Daryl. I'm an independent woman. I use my own husband's money. Right here on the Motor Racing Network or wherever you find podcasts. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. 
We're about to head for the exits on this week's NASCAR Live. Before we do, it is that time of the week. It is time, my friends, for this week in NASCAR history with our very own Susie Armstrong. Susie? Thanks, Mike. This week, we split this way out modern scene for a simpler 1964. British rock invaders Manfred Mann were feeling mighty in the USA as doo-wah-diddy-diddy topped the charts. The Yogi Berra era came to a close in the Big Apple as the New York Yankees team manager and Hall of Famer headed to the lockers for the final time after losing the World Series to the St. Louis Cardinals. Audrey Hepburn and Rex Harrison reprised the Broadway hit My Fair Lady as the Academy Award-winning musical premiered on the big screen. And Fred Lorenzen was a smash at Charlotte Motor Speedway, taking the lead as the king cut a tire with two to go in the National 500. 1982, John Cougar Mellencamp is doing the best he can at number one with All-American love ballad Jack and Diane. 13-year-old Steffi Graf plays her first professional tennis match, yielding to U.S. Open champ Tracy Austin 6-4-6-0. Worldwide satellite communications expand as NASA lights off a Delta rocket from the Florida coast, hoisting SATCOM-5 into geosynchronous orbit. And Daryl Waltrip was traveling at escape velocity on the flat half mile, coveting the final 127 laps of the Old Dominion 500 at Martinsville Speedway. White flag for Daryl Waltrip as he heads for turn number one. And if he can get it for round one more time, he will win his 11th race for 1983. Ricky Rudd closes a little bit more as Daryl has some traffic in front of him up in turn number three. But now Waltrip entering turn number three could pretty well coast home from here as he works low on the racetrack, sidled in behind some traffic looking for the checkers. Checkered flag number 11 of the 1982 Winston Cup season falls on Daryl Waltrip and the Junior Johnson Mountain Dew Buick. 1998, producer Mutt Lang and Canadian crooner Shania Twain rock this country with a record-shattering third album, Come On Over. Mike Tyson caught a break from the Nevada Athletic Commission one year after chewing Evander Holyfield's ear in a heavyweight bout. And Jeff Gordon was champing at the bit for an 11th victory in his most prolific season, leading the final 38 laps in the rescheduled July 4th Classic under the lights for the first time at Daytona International Speedway. Jeff Gordon hits the high banks for the final time, feeling a last-ditch effort from Bobby Labonte. Closes in, lakes a look to the inside, can't get it done, they're single file headed to the checkers. Here they come to the trial as one car spins out of traffic. Jeff Gordon is going to come to the stripe. He wins the Pepsi 400 as Chad Little blasts the inside wall between turn four and the stripe after getting spun out of traffic. Gordon holds on after a remarkable last lap rally by Bobby Labonte, who got to his back bumper. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. And that's going to put a wrap on NASCAR Live for this week. We'd like to thank Joey Logano for taking time to join us. Our thanks to Kurt Busch and Brett Moffitt as well. Our thanks to you for tuning in. And on behalf of the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. We'll be back next week as we discuss what happened at Texas Motor Speedway and getting ready for a run into Martinsville. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina, and was brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, and by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. 
Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian and Rich Colbert. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. As much as life has changed over the last year, you're still pretty busy. So consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same tests hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's a great fit for your busy life. With over 25 million COVID-19 tests processed, you can count on Quest. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.